Hey guys, it's Lana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I am so excited about today's guest and today's episode. This is one I've wanted to do for a long time. I am bringing Carly Silverman on the podcast. She is the Senior Manager of Growth at the app Locks Club and she and I have so many things in common just about our careers, our relationship history, how we both ended up working at dating apps after going through really horrible breakups and how we both ended up actually meeting our current partners on those exact dating apps. And um, she has a lot to share about ways you guys can improve on dating apps, different suggestions she has for how you can have more success, both on the apps and off the apps. She has great success stories to share. And we also spend a lot of the episode talking about moving in with her boyfriend and kind of some ups and downs about that, some things that she didn't expect to happen and kind of how they've had to work together to make some things work. Not like things weren't working, but just it's a really big transition and it is a really big change in your relationship when you do move in together. And I was definitely taking notes as Jake and I are moving in together in a few months. Um, And yeah, it's a really fun episode. It's one of those ones that you guys say is like just hanging out with your friends or on a road trip listening to your friends in the car with you. So I love episodes like this. Carly is great. She's also completely like a legend on TikTok and is absolutely hilarious. You can follow her at Carly R. Silverman. And if you want to sign up for Locks Club, there is a very long wait list. You can use the code Alana in the referral box when you download the app on the app store to get an expedited review. Um, Other random miscellaneous things right now, Liquid IV. If you guys have not tried it, it is the greatest thing ever, ever. It is a hydration multiplier. So if you're not feeling well, if you are not hydrated enough on a hot summer day, or if you are out drinking all day, it's something that will absolutely like save your life. Literally it makes you feel so much better. It helps like for me, it helps cure hangovers. If I um, take it either when I'm pre-gaming or at the end of the day, or even just in the morning, the next day, it really gives you everything you need. So Liquid IV, I have a 25% off code for you guys. That's seeing other people is the code at checkout for 25% off. Of course, as always, if you guys love this episode, don't forget to send it to your group chats and to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. Share it on your Instagram story, tag Carly, tag Locks Club, tag seeing other people. And if you have not yet given a five-star rating on Spotify and you're listening on your Spotify app, please scroll up to the top and do that. And if you have not yet given a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, but you love the show, and love the episodes and all that scroll to the bottom of seeing other people page and do a five-star rating and review those mean the absolute world to me and i hope you guys love the episode as much as i do let's get into it if you are anything like me and you are going on a date you're probably like nervous but also excited but just like really want to have a good time don't want to screw anything up and you get like the pre-date jitters um for me there were two things that I would do to help with those pre-date jitters I would always call a friend for a little pump up speech and I would also take a happy gummy from mindset wellness CBD before my date it would help me stay in the right mood being excited being present but it would also take away that layer of nerves that was going to stop me from being my best self on the date I love the happy gummies they are incredible they taste great they don't make you feel high or anything like that they just make you feel like the best version of yourself. So try them today. Definitely recommend trying them before a date. MindsetWellnessCBD.com. Use code seeing other people at checkout that will get you 20% off and free shipping. And we are here with the amazing Carly Silverman. Carly, welcome to Seeing Other People. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I freaking love your podcast, so I can't believe I'm on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. We have to kind of give people the backstory of how we ended up connecting because it's so funny. I know I had been like stalking you on TikTok for for a bit at that point and somebody like a mutual friend texted me being like oh like I need to introduce you to Carly Silverman she like works at Locks Club but you guys just have like so much in common would really hit it off I'm like okay Mm. perfect like I'll just dm her like I already know who she is like I I I know all the things um so I dm'd you and we like kind of went back and forth over dm yeah but that was like really it for a while we're like oh like we'll schedule a time like we never call. said anything really yeah like nothing was ever said <laughs> nothing was ever said it was just like oh my god yeah we totally have to connect um and then i posted an instagram story of a tennis court 
when I was in yeah. Florida. No, that was the weirdest thing because obviously all like Florida communities, like tennis courts, they look the same. But when you posted that, I literally looked at it and I was like, that is my parents' country club. Like you are literally in my parents' country club. That is the tennis court. And I was so confident before saying anything to you. And when you said it, I was like, what are the odds? Like, actually, what are the odds? No, that so was, weird. it was literally crazy. And so we found out that our parents like live in the same neighborhood. And not only that, like in this neighborhood, there's like 3000 houses and like 50 yeah. streets and they live a few houses down. No, it's so weird. It's, it's still bizarre. Like it's it, still so weird. It was insane. And then like the next week, Carly was like there and I was there and we met you up. Were and we were like, there. Why were you there? I, I remember why you were there. I was just like there. Oh, yeah. But like so random because like I don't go that much. So you happen to be there and I'm like, wait, I think yeah. we should meet. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So we met, we, we had some smoothies by the pool. It was great. It was, it was love at first meet. Um, it was, it was. But it's so funny because we both, there's something very specific and unique about the two of us that like we know very like other few people outside of kind of our, our working lives who can say the same, but we both work work parentheses work, <laughs> work and worked at dating apps and met our significant others on those dating apps yes which is weird so weird Super so weird. <laughs> I have so many questions I want to hear about what you do at locks club about how you ended up working there um you guys Carly is a senior manager of growth at locks club right now um so let's kind of get into that origin story of like how you ended up there because I think it's so funny hearing about how people ended up working at dating apps yeah so this one's kind of weird um I this was I think two years ago now I was going through a terrible breakup I like we were living together the whole thing thought I was marrying him whatever broke up with me out of the blue had to be out of my apartment was so miserable and then I was also working for him so there's there's two things there. which I was also for him. I have this exact fucking same story <laughs> where I, we weren't living together but like basically like almost like in a way like yeah. spending yeah. like six nights weeks together like working with the guy and going through a breakup <laughs> like it was actually terrible and for some reason, I thought in my head, you know what? It's fine. I can continue working there. Like, no problem. I'm working there for like a couple months after. I hear he gets a new girlfriend. All shit breaks loose. Um, then he fires me. So I'm like, oh, okay. No boyfriend, no apartment, no job. This is just going really well. So he fires me. And I literally like no warning or anything. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing with my life? Like literally what am I doing? And this is when COVID kind of started, like not fully, but like, it was like starting a little, like you were hearing like, you know, and I was like, you know what? I have, I started volunteering. So I started volunteering all around Los Angeles. That's where I was living at the time. And I've always wanted to be a therapist. And I was like, okay. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get my master's in social work. I just want to help people because I've had a life coach forever and I'm obsessed with her and I'm going to do that. So great. I apply to school. I get in and I'm just like bored because it's like part-time school. So I'm bored during this time. All of a sudden I get a notification on my phone saying Austin Kevage referred you to Locks Club, a dating app for Jews with ridiculously high standards. And I'm like, haven't heard Austin Kevich's name in four years. And what is this? And how do I get on it? Because I need that. <laughs> um, so I was like still miserable going through this breakup. And I see that. And so I message him on DM. I know Austin from Philly. We're like both from the same area, but we've never really like spoke. And then I spoke to him once in LA. I think when I like tried, I don't even know what I did. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. 
Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. I have to give a quick shout out to Anchor. If you don't know about Anchor, it's Spotify's podcast platform, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Trust me. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free, and you know I love free. Second of all, their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast directly from your phone or computer. What could be easier than that? Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you want it played. You can also make money from your podcast, no matter how few downloads you get regularly. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hope you love today's episode. Um, We like spoke once in LA, and then it's been like four years since I've heard his name. So then I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, what did you just send me? And then I come to realize he sent it to like legit his whole entire contact list. So I wasn't that special. Um, and then he was telling me about what he was doing. And I was like, this is sick. Can I just like help? Like I was really bored. I was like, school hasn't started yet. And I was like bored. So he was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, and literally from that day on, from like, just like helping him and like volunteering and like helping him like set up the app. This was before it even launched. So I just started helping them for six to seven months. And then the app launched and I was like, this is going to be my life. Like Locks Club is like my baby. So although like I didn't found it, like I'm not the CEO, I didn't start it. I was the first employee and like, it's my baby. Like I am obsessed with it. Like I do it 24 seven. So now it's my full-time job. Um, and now it's it's almost almost been two years. That is so. Sorry, crazy. I just I just rambled. <laughs> no, no, I love it. And like I've heard this story before, and I'm still hanging on to every word. <laughs> I think so. You didn't end up going to school. No, I'm in school. Oh, you're still in. Wait. Oh, oh my god, that's so funny. Yep. No, I'm fully. I was like, fuck. I started this. Like, I gotta, I gotta keep it going. So I am still getting my master's. I have one more year left. It's part time. So like, my life's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I am fully in school doing my internship, which I work for a suicide hotline, whole other thing. Um, but yeah, my, my life's, it's a lot. <laughs> that is so impressive. I do think I, I knew that because I probably said the same exact thing, like, oh, so you're not in school. Like when we like, we're sitting by the pool <laughs> yeah. with our smoothies. Um, but that is so impressive. And I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm sure there's been crossover with like, Con- like connecting online and how that impacts oh people and, and of course like relationships like highs and lows and breakups and all that so no I'm 100% hearing about that yeah a hundred percent it's funny you say that like we're right when I started locks club like a big thing of mine was helping people like with their like dating anxiety and like you know we have this matchmaker in locks club which is the best feature because anybody can write in and ask about their profiles and ask about like first dating lines and what they should say. And, and that was huge because I was able to help them do that. And I think going to school and like having this experience really helps with that. So it's, it's been awesome. I love that. That's such a cool feature. It's something that like, it's, it's almost seems like a no brainer for dating apps to do because people need so much help, but nobody does it. Everyone has so much dating anxiety, I swear. And like, especially on dating apps, like people just like want help. And sometimes people just want people to talk to. So having our matchmaker who is literally like available 24 seven to just help them is, yeah. I don't know why other dating apps aren't doing it to be honest. Yeah, I know. Me too. So but don't. Okay. Well, yeah, don't, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> when you first started at locks club, I, like, as you mentioned, you were going through a breakup. It was terrible. Like your whole life was flipped upside down. What was it like for you going from like feeling like that and having that be what was going on in your mind in your in your world for you to then working whether it was volunteering working whatever it was just like working and being so invested in dating it was weird um because I was in my like healing process of like swearing off boys and just working on myself and that's exactly what I did but then I'm working for this dating app where obviously I'm seeing all these guys apply and I'm like, Ooh, like, of course I looked on the back end and was like, Oh, who's applying? Like, let me right. check them out. But like, I still wanted to not, I wasn't ready to date yet, but definitely helped me. Like it helps me get back out there. Like it helps me be like, you know what? I went through a bad breakup. It happened, but there's a million other people out there that I could find some connection with. 
And for so long, I didn't think that was possible. I just thought like, okay, never meeting someone. I give up. Don't care. Like I'm never going to feel that way again. And Locks Club honestly gave me the courage to like put myself out there again. How did you know that you weren't ready? Because I think that's something with a, that a lot of people struggle with. And I know I struggled with it. Like that's how I ended up kind of with the podcast and, mm-hmm. and a co-host where like I tried to get back out there because I wanted to be ready. And then as soon as I like connected with someone and went home and started crying about my ex, I was like, oh, no, I'm not. Literally ready. every time. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> every Every single day. I would like go out with someone and I would just be like, this sucks. Like for so long, I was just like in the worst mental space of like, oh, I, I and I had that before I even went on the date. Like I would be like, yeah. this is going to suck. I'm not going to like him. Like, and I never worried about if they're, this sounds really bad, but I never worried about, are they going to like me only because I didn't care. Like, and that's how I knew I wasn't ready because I want to be worried about if they like me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wasn't worried. I was just like, oh, I'm never going to like someone. Like, I'm never going to feel that way again. Um, so I feel like I knew I wasn't ready because every date I was going on, I literally sat there and I feel like I had no soul. Like, I just didn't, I feel like I had no feelings. Is that crazy? No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Did I just say that right? Like, I literally went on dates and I would just stare at people and like, the conversation was so boring and I'd go home and I'd hysterically cry. Yeah. Because it, it almost like reinforces the idea that's in your head of like well I already found my person and for some reason they didn't want me and now I'm gonna be like depressed and alone and and crying like this forever because there's nobody else out there and I'm trying and it's not working and it's like Mm -hmm. it's not it it cannot possibly work if you're in that mindset no it was the worst mental state to have like I'll tell anyone who is like dating after a breakup like if you are in the mindset of like I don't want to do this and like fuck this. Sorry, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and like if they have no interest in going on a date, don't go. Don't go. Like, just wait. Like just yeah. wait until you're actually excited. Like dating is so fun. I think it's so fun. So why like don't force yourself? Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, on the topic of dating being fun, I'm curious what you've learned about how to make dating more fun? Because I feel like sometimes people think of dating as a chore. They're like, oh, like I have to date so that I meet someone. There are a lot of people who are like, dating apps suck and dating sucks. And like, I just have to do it because it's the only way. And I hate that that is the outlook that so many people have. And uh, I mean, trust me, I had it too for so long. Even when I like, I went in such phases, like even when I was working at Hinge, we're like, oh my God, like this is so cool. And then like the next day I'd be like, this is fucking terrible. I hate everything about dating and (laughs) yeah, life sucks and I'm going to be alone. Oh, it goes, they go through waves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what are some ways for people to make the whole process of dating more fun? Okay, so I feel like a lot of dating people would disagree with me when I say this I am very forward so if I I and I don't want a pen pal like I remember being on dating apps and people just like wouldn't ask me out so I would ask them out yeah and like I would I'm very forward um I would always ask to FaceTime and that was before COVID I know this is weird wow okay because I just felt like and that's what happened with my current boyfriend so everyone listening to this I swear it works it's not weird um I think like making it fun, the reason I asked to FaceTime them is because you can get such a vibe in the first three minutes of a conversation. I swear. Like if you FaceTime someone and they're just like so like awkward and like you have nothing to say, like, okay, like don't go on a date with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that really answered your question of it being fun, but I think that helped me like get back out there more. Like, okay, like let me see like who I can vibe with like on FaceTime before I actually go on a date because going on a date like it's a lot it's like figuring out the place getting ready like being so nervous and I think if you have that FaceTime before you're a lot less like nervous to like meet them because you already had that like first ice break you know yeah and at that point if you decide to move forward with going on a date it's because you're excited about the person from that few minute FaceTime exactly I also think something that really changed my mentality and this is what my life coach told me which I would tell anyone is everyone has these high expectations when going on dates that like you want to like them they you want them to like you like but 
no one just thinks of it as like, oh, I'm just going to meet a human. Like, and just like have a human connection, whether it's you're attracted to them, whether it's you like, whatever it is, pretend you're just going to meet a friend and see if you even like them as a friend. Because first of all, you need to like them as a friend if you're going to date them. So why are you going into these dates being like, oh, I need to like fall in love on the first date if I don't feel that spark? Like there's nothing like you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Just go like you're going to meet a friend for drink and see if you even like them as a friend. Like people that and that's something I did. If I, I would go on dates and if there wasn't like this instant spark, I'd be like, oh, nope. Or if I wasn't like, oh, I can't see myself marrying them on the first date. I'd be like, nope. Instead of just like, I don't know, like making friends with the person and then seeing. Yeah, 100%. I'm super curious. Like what was your FaceTime with Jason, your boyfriend now, like (laughs) when you first did this? Because like, is it like, oh, this like formal like sit down FaceTime or was it just like a rant? Like you said like, oh, like let's FaceTime at some point. And then like you randomly like FaceTime and you're just like giggly and like whatever. Like what was the vibe? Yeah. Um, so when I met him, on Lo- I met him on Locks Club, like first couple weeks after launching and I, we had like a mutual friend. So I asked this girl and we weren't like that close me and this girl, like we were from school. I asked this girl and first of all, she told me like, oh my God, do not go out with him. He's like the biggest player. Like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I was like, okay. I was, I still had my lease in LA at the time and I was just in uh, Florida with my family cause that's where they live. I live in Florida now. And He had his lease in New York, but he was also like during COVID with his family in Florida. So this girl was telling me like, don't go out with him. He's literally just in Florida for a couple of weeks. Like he's the biggest player. Don't do it. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, obviously I didn't listen. So, and I told him that too. Like the first time I was like, oh, by the way, like someone's telling me not to go out with you. And then we were just like talking on Lux Club, and then it, like, moved over to Instagram, because I wanted to see our mutual friends, obviously, and then we started, like, DMing, and, like, we were just, like, chatting, and, like, having a good combo, and I just said, want to FaceTime tonight? Like, just, like, like, whatever, and he was, like, uh, no one's ever asked me that before, it's kind of weird, but sure, um, and it was just so easy, I literally picked up the phone, and I was, like, hey, I was, like, eating a bowl of pasta, actually, if I can remember correctly, and I was just, like, what's up, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it was just so, it was chill. Like, I don't, you don't have to make it formal. And if it's I, weird, then be like, okay, this sucks. But like, good try. Right. 100%. No, I agree. And I think it kind of ties it, like the way you approach it ties into what you were saying before about like, see if you like this person as a friend. And I think yeah. that's like such a big mistake people make in dating. Like what you were saying before going into a date being like, Oh my God, I have to marry this person. I think the same exact thing happens with everything that happens like before the date and between the dates with like texting where it's like, I have to impress mm-hmm. them with like how I text. I have to have everything perfectly timed. It's like, you don't do that with your friends. And exactly. That's what I tell people is like, text this person the exact same way you would be texting me. Yep. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And, and it worked. We fa- we literally FaceTimed and then went out the next night. Like, and it was during COVID. So it was very, we have a COVID relationship. Like it was very hard to yeah do all the things, but just like, I don't know. I would say just go for it. Like people just, I, one thing I see so much at Locks Club is there are so many matches that will like expire because people just like don't know what to say or like don't know how to like start a conversation. And like, I feel like a lot of girls wait for the guy to say something first, but like, why you're both on the app. You both matched. You both clearly are interested. Just be like, let's get a drink. Yep. Like, 100%. Guys like that too. They're not like, Oh my God, this girl, this girl messaged me first. Like I'm out. Like then they're a, Pussy, like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> nine out of 10 of my guy friends, when I've talked to them about this, because I'm the same way as you, like, I'm very forward and I'd rather, mm-hmm. like, ask someone out than wait around for them to ask me out. And nine out of 10 of my guy friends were, would always be like, yeah, you should 100% do that. Like, it's hot when girls do that. Like, I'm so sick yeah. and tired of doing all the work. Like, think about it. Like, they're expected for some weird reason to make the first move every single time. And it's like, first of all, why why <laughs> second of all if you are a, a woman you are fully 210 percent capable of doing the same thing and it yep. feels so good to just 
put it out there and ask that question or start the conversation than to sit there staring at your phone, waiting for them to do it and feeling helpless and hopeless. No, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I wish I could like shot it from my rooftops to like yeah. all women out there on dating apps or even just like in a bar, like go up to people. Like it's 100%. Rejection. Yeah, it sucks. But like, if also you have the right mental like attitude, it kind of can be fun. Like it, not fun, but it can be like, okay like you're lost exactly it's like it's also like we're now in a world where sometimes like like guys don't actually feel like they're allowed to approach a woman now Uh uh-huh and if you're standing there and you're like oh my god there's this really cute guy across the bar like you think you're making eyes with him or you're not whatever it's like you have literally nothing to lose Mm -hmm. and maybe he's engaged maybe he's married maybe he has a girlfriend maybe he's gay like who the fuck cares you won't don't know until you ask and guess what if you ask there's a good chance that none of those things are true and that they are single and they also think you're attractive and want to get to know you. And worst case scenario is that for whatever reason, it's not going to happen. At least you tried and gave yourself the chance and practice putting yourself out there. Yeah. We have a funny story. Like when you talk about that. So I was at a restaurant and I was with just like one of my girlfriends <coughs> and I saw this really, there was like a table, of these two guys, like kind of close to us but like whatever we were staring at each other the entire time and I was like okay this guy has to come out to me he has to come out to me whole time he never did but like we were flirting with our eyes like I'm sorry like we were basically having sex with our eyes yeah um he was so hot all I wanted to do was like why didn't he come up to me so whatever we're done our dinner he's still clearly not coming up to me so I put my number on a napkin and I went over to him and I was like I gotta go. Here's my number. Like, text me. Or I think oh I put my, my Instagram. Oh my god, actually. that's I put awesome. my Instagram because I'm like, let him stalk me if he wants to, you know? Uh-huh. And then I left. And then I get an Instagram, not from him. It was like in my message request, not from him, but I guess the guy he was sitting next to it was like, hey, like my friend's actually engaged. Dad. Um, <laughs> oh my god. But you're so cute. So I went out with that guy. Stop. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, who cares? Like, yes, he was engaged. I don't know. I guess he was not looking at me. Or, like, I was just so wrong about the situation. Or maybe he just was. But, um, yeah. But just, like, put yourself out there. That's that's what that's my point was. so funny. I actually, that reminds me of something that happened to me recently. I was out with a friend who is engaged and, like, very much, like, beyond in love with her fiancé and can't mm-hmm. wait to marry him and would never in a million years cheat on him. But she was just, like, I kind of miss just, like, innocently flirting with guys at the bar like I miss getting attention from guys and yeah so we there were like a few guys sitting next to us at the bar and she like turned her engagement ring around (laughs) and just like started talking to the one next to us and we ended up like talking to like the group of guys for a while um and she she threw me under the bus and said that I was single and I I didn't like that Um, (laughs) you're listening to this I didn't like that but we ended up like just like hanging out with them, like having a good time. And then mm-hmm. towards the end and, and like she and this guy were like very flirty, but also like, again, nothing in a million years would yeah. ever have happened. And at the end I go to the bathroom and I come back and she goes, I told him everything. Guess what? <laughs> He's also <laughs> engaged. <laughs> That's amazing. I was so like, shut up and everyone was cracking up. Like literally like oh my God. he was engaged. Like his friends were like, yeah, like we knew it was innocent. And like they, and she like turned her ring back around and then they started talking about their oh fiancés together. It was really, really funny. That's amazing. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. Wow. So, okay. I really want to hear about what, like what is happening in your relationship now with you and Jason? I know you guys just moved in together. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, been a roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is what I want to hear about. That is what we're here to talk about. I heard something recently. So Jake and I are moving in together in a few months. Oh my um, God. Okay. So this is my, this is like Yay. personal research for myself. Okay. As well. Great. Um, but his friend who recently moved in with his girlfriend said something and like all the other guys agreed that like the first month is like a honeymoon and the second month is hell. I would agree with that to some extent because I think in our situation, the first month was not a honeymoon. Okay. 
Yeah, tell um, me everything. What was it like? Like, when did you decide to move in together? Did you have any concerns, like, or did you think so, it was going to be breezy? So he, we always knew we were going to live together after my first, so I moved to Miami and I lived by myself for a year, which highly recommend any, like, I think everyone needs to live alone for at least a year. It's amazing. You learn so much, but I always knew we were going to move in together after my lease was up. Um, He got a job in Boca and I wanted to stay in Miami and like that was not going to work. So we moved to Fort Lauderdale. We both like really don't know anyone. And for people Um, who are unfamiliar with Florida, like how far away are these places from each other? Yeah. So Boca is like with traffic, it can be from Miami, like an hour and 10, 15 minutes. Like it it could be long. Um, And Fort Lauderdale is more like more in the middle. So it's like probably 30 to 40 minutes. So it needs to commute every day. So Mm -hmm. whatever. That's fine. Great. We got the apartment and instantly I learned that Jason is the bougiest human on the planet. You didn't know like, this before. I knew he was bougie. Like he likes nice things. Like obviously like we like, we like to do, go out to nice dinners and whatnot. But when it comes to like furniture and whatever, like I don't care as much. Like I'm good with getting things, you know, from anywhere. Like I don't really care. And oh my God, does he. Um, he like wanted all of this like really nice stuff. He's like, we're gonna have it for years. And I'm like, and me, I've moved apartments every year of my life. So and I've gone through the buying and the selling and whatever. I'm like, we are like okay, that's that's news. So I feel like the whole furniture process was kind of a bitch because he would want these like expensive things, and we're not like rich by any means like we have we both work normal jobs so I'm like Jason where are we getting this money like who's who's buying this um he's like it's fine like we'll budget I'm like "Mm, okay so we had to go a lot of back and forth on like furniture and like the design of it who knew he was so specific with design like I thought guys were just supposed to like be like here like I don't really care like you design it like I don't think I did much to this apartment I bought like some decor but I'm pretty sure he like did everything. Um, so that was a little change for me, which was fine. Honestly, the apartment looks amazing. So like, it does. You, Jason, it really does. Even like, like what's behind you right now, the art, the bar cart. Oh so yeah. No, so like, neat he, and clean too. Yes. It's not like I haven't seen that bar cart before. I used to have that bar cart, but like it just, it, it ties in very well. Now, when it comes to the clean, I knew he was a clean freak. Like even like in my own apartment, when I was living, like, he would like, he would call me messy and I'm not messy. I just like, don't always put things away the second I take them out. I'm the same. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem with him. He is so OCD when it comes to like having things clean. Like if I take something out and like I put it down, like I go to the bathroom, like I'm like scared to come back because I'm like, fuck, I didn't put it away. Oh Um, Oh my God. I feel bad. I'm making him sound crazy. Um, but he is, he's really clean. Like, uh, like go watch my TikToks. He's like insane. Um, so that was like another thing that like, I felt like sometimes I was like, Jason, like you need to lighten the fuck up because like we got to compromise here. Um, but other than that, once we got past like getting everything in the apartment, like getting the apartment done and, and me understanding that he's a clean freak and like, I just have to do a little better. It was good. Like now, like, it's really nice living together, but like, it's, it's a change. Like you're literally with someone a lot. And like, there's sometimes where like, I just want to go by myself and like watch love Island. You know, he doesn't want to watch that shit, but it's, it's hard to find the time to do that. I would say, but I think we're working on it. We're getting there. Yeah. I feel like that's something that people don't really think about is going to be difficult. I remember a few months after my friend moved in with her boyfriend who she'd been dating for five years at the time, she texted me and like two other friends in a group chat. And she was like, are we allowed to watch our separate shows? Like in, <laughs> in, like me on the couch and him in the bedroom? Like, different rooms. like, is that weird if I try and do that? I'm like, no, you can absolutely do that. But it, it yeah. is true. Like it's weird. Cause I feel like you're suddenly doing almost like 
everything together. Yeah. It's like it's and like then, they're your roommate, but they're not. They're your partner, but you live with them and you're like joining your lives, but you still have to maintain your independence, but you do all these yeah. things together, but then there are things that you don't have to do together. I feel like it it's very confusing. And then it's like you don't want things to become a routine, right? Like you want to keep like the romance there and like the intimacy there and you don't want things to become a routine and like I that was something that stresses me out because I get in routines very easily and I don't, I didn't want it to come to a point where like every night was the same. He'd come from home from work. Like we would have dinner, like whatever. So what we decided to do was like every Wednesday we would call it like date night, even though it's not going out. Like we're not like leaving the apartment. It's still like, okay, like we know like tonight is going to be like date night. Like we're going to make dinner together, like put our phones away, like have some wine, like just actually like, connect because mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't do that every night is just the same like you just it's just like a routine yeah so I want you know how it goes like so far it's good but no yeah. I think that's a really good idea like also the fact that then you're both if, if you have that conversation you bring that up then you're both conscious of the fact like okay this is something that is important to us this is something that we want to prioritize yeah. and like of course some things are going to come up and you're not going to be able to do it every Wednesday but yeah. then you have it to like get you back on track after a hundred percent. What's it been like with like having friends over or like, if you want to do something like with the girls or like just kind of making other plans without each other? Um, well, one, I don't have, I don't have that many friends here. <laughs> no, um, I have a couple. I have like, well, my core, just I, have moved, my, so. I just moved, but I have my core group. Some of them are in Miami, but no, it's super easy. We, we both like doing like, separate things like I think that that part of our relationship is so great because we understand like okay like I'm gonna go have dinner with the girls he'll have you know dinner with his friends and then it's nice because we'll see each other at the end of the night like yeah um but that part's been like so nice and like all of our friends like mash together which is great too like my friends are his friends and like vice versa so that really works but um but yeah if you're in Fort Lauderdale and and you need friends hey (laughs) Hey, I'm Carly. Um, She's a great time. Okay, so I'm super curious because obviously we started this episode hearing about the really bad breakup you went through. And I'm wondering, and obviously like you're in this amazing healthy relationship now and you're now living together, like how, how were you able to go from that unhealthy relationship that like really kind of broke you down and and a like getting yourself to a place where you were able to kind of welcome someone new into your life and into your heart and then also moving in together because you did live with this guy was Mm -hmm. that it was there any part of you that was like this is hard or like because you knew how solid you and Jason were and like how right this was versus how wrong that was like did that feel okay Um, I definitely have PTSD from it. Like I, to answer your first question, like it was very hard to open up to Jason. Like, I mean, to anyone at that point, but I was super honest with him, like from the beginning. And it had been a year at this point when I met him since the breakup, but I was super honest in that, like, I was still healing. Like I wasn't like amazing, perfectly fine. And I was very honest with him from the beginning of like, I went through this breakup. There are things that, you know, kind of guarded me again. And so I want you to know that because, and I, I told him I was interested. I was like, I want to see where this goes and I'm interested in you. But if you're, if you want this to continue, like you have to be patient with me. And he was super understanding about that. Um, and that I think let me have my guard down because he never like, questioned me over certain things like if things upset me he knew like you know it wasn't him it was just me kind of sometimes reliving in my past um and then and then eventually that the past just went away and I'll tell anyone this like I do think and I know I know some people say this and some people disagree with it I do think you truly can get over someone when you find someone new like, I, I, I think I was over him, but I think there was always that little bit of like, oh, like, you know what I mean? But once I met like Jason, he had I was a like, hold over oh. you. Exactly. So once I met Jason, I'm like, oh, mm, now I'm over him. 
Like now it's gone. And then with the moving in, yeah, I mean, it was scary because I've done it before. He's never done it. So I think that was something that we had to talk through. Like there were things, and it's funny because my ex was the complete opposite, complete opposite. Like didn't care enough about the apartment to the point where we'd fight. And then it was like Jason who like cared so much about like everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was hard at first. It was, I, I went through therapy still, still in it, but, but it's good now. It's, yeah. it's definitely good. I really admire and, and just like love the approach you took with Jason of just being honest and being like, mm-hmm. I've gone through stuff and it's impacted me. And I do want to see this through, but be patient with me. Like, I think that is, first of all, it's really brave. And second of all, it's something like we've all been through things and we all get really scared to tell someone because like, well, what if they don't embrace us because Mm -hmm. of it? What if they don't accept me because of it? What if they judge me? What if they change their mind? I think you can learn so much about a person and about who they truly are by opening up to them and seeing how they respond. And you did the scary thing and it paid off because you saw that he was willing to be patient. He was accepting, he was there for it and Mm -hmm. for you. And like you said, like that allowed you to let your guard down and you needed that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because I went on other dates with people And I just didn't feel the same way. Like, I didn't feel like I even wanted to be open about it or even say that, like, I went through a breakup. Yeah. Um, But with him, it was definitely different. And he was able to kind of give me the space and just, like, let me be vulnerable and, like, not judge me for it, which was obviously great. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I feel like for me with Jake, it wasn't necessarily, like, me opening up about what I had been through because he was actually like listening to seeing other people. So Mm. he was hearing it all. But for me, part of it was I had been kind of like burned by so many people in the past where I would think that things were going really well and then find out that like, well, they were hooking up with other people the whole time or they didn't want anything serious. So for me, the big turning point was when he brought up, like asked me to be exclusive, that for me, it was like an okay I can chill the fuck out. I can actually yeah. like now lean in and be more vulnerable and, and really let him in and, and let myself fall for him because I then suddenly felt safe where I was like, okay, he brought this up. This is something that didn't happen in the past where I jumped to conclusions and ended up getting hurt. And now I feel like the, it's like I, I got to a new level of a video game where like I was able to like unlock mm-hmm. all these different features like of myself yeah. and of him, you know? Yep. Wow. I mean, a hundred percent. It's honestly so crazy. Relationships are crazy. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> what are some of your favorite like locks club stories? Like, of people meeting or like success stories or just like experiences that you've had being there and being in the dating world? There are so many. We have this, um, we have this channel on our Slack called like success stories. And when I tell you it blows up every day, it's just the cutest things. Like someone's having a baby, someone's pregnant and they met on locks club. Like we did that. You know what I mean? Like we so a human is coming into the world because we created a box club. Yeah. And like, that's crazy. I I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people get engaged, a lot of people dating. Um, I think what makes locks club special, obviously is like the events that we have. Um, because it's, you're not just sitting on the app and swiping all day. We're actually giving people a chance to go and meet in person. And that's where we're hearing so much success come from as well. Like people are meeting and not just, like couples, like friends, people are meeting friends, like in their city and like just people that you have similar interests to. Um, and I think that's, that's been like the most special part about like working at Locks Club is seeing all these like relationships and friendships like bloom because of it. And I'm like, Oh, we did that. (laughs) Yeah. It really is so cool. I mean, even I totally felt the same way when I was at Hinge and like, even with what I'm doing now, it's like, we're literally in the business of baby making. Yeah. And like, I love babies. So yeah. like I went on yesterday. 
<laughs> but I'm not having one. Um, Coming no, soon. I, yeah, literally. Jason will murder me. Um, <laughs> do you guys, wait, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you, okay. And I, I always want to know this, like with couples who have like been in relationships and whatnot, like, do you guys talk about engagement? Like, is that something you speak about? And like, when are you supposed question. to talk about that? I love this question because I actually, I talked to a friend who started dating her boyfriend like a little bit earlier than Jake and I started dating. And we actually had complete opposite like situations. Um, Mm -hmm. Jake and I do talk about it. Like we talk about our timeline. We talk about our future. We talk about like raising our kids. We talk about like when we want to get engaged. I mean, even now with my friends getting engaged, like I've, I told him like, I don't think I want him to throw a surprise party for me. Like, I don't, right. I don't think you're, I want You're like mentioned things. Yeah. And, but like, it, it's not even like mentioning, it's like, we will have like full on conversations where like, I, we booked a trip to Hawaii in December mm-hmm. and, um, it has come up a few times from like multiple people <laughs> of like, Oh, like is our Jake, are you going to propose to Alana in Hawaii? And he's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, but why not? <laughs> and I'm like Jake you have more than enough time to plan for like, our families to be there it's June like this is December it was like we're moving in in um the end of August so like that's our thing like we wanted to like we want to live together for a bit um yeah but it's like for me I if it happens like in December if it happens in any time in 2023 like I don't really care it's just yeah. like but yes we talk about it but then like I was talking to a friend and she was like no like we haven't spoken about it at all like my mom keeps asking and I'm like relax like give me a few years and like I also now it's like every weekend like I have a new friend getting engaged I know it's insane yeah it literally there was a few weekends ago my Instagram story was actually comical it was like I was at an engagement party and then the next day I was getting ready for another engagement party and another friend got engaged and then I was at another engagement party and then the next day another friend got engaged and I'm like literally my Instagram story that weekend was just engagements um but yeah I mean I we talk about it I'm curious how much of that has to do with like the fact that I talk about dating and relationships for a living um but I also think it's it is a result of like all of our friends just getting engaged yeah no that makes sense that makes sense I'm guessing like from the question you guys haven't (laughs) talked about it well here's the thing like we always like I I know he's like my person like whatever like we're eventually gonna get married one day who knows but anytime I bring it up like even as a joke he'll just be like six years like I obviously know it's not true but like but like what like I don't I don't I don't want to rush it like I'm in no rush but like six years what does it mean (laughs) like but maybe in a way he's like he doesn't want you to know when it's happening so that you can actually be surprised I know but like I don't know if that means three years I don't know if it means tomorrow like not tomorrow obviously like yeah I just so I was just curious if other people spoke about it yeah it's part of it though I feel like is nice that you don't know because I feel like no. everybody knows. Like I was I know. I don't out, wanna know. I was out at dinner for a friend's birthday last night and all we were talking about were the engagements that had just happened and like whether or not the person knew and like if the person knew it was happening that day or that week or that month or like down to like the minute when it was happening. And it's just like or like even like a girl like going shopping with her friend and being like, Oh, should I start buying white dresses now? Like I may as well just start stocking up and it's like I feel like it takes something away it from it like so much. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I have been involved in planning a lot of my friends' proposals and engagement parties. And yeah. I had one of my friends recently, her boyfriend, now fiance, did not tell a single one of us. Not a single one of her friends knew that it was happening. Wow. And it this was the first time where I had a friend get engaged where I didn't know beforehand. And uh, first of all, it was so much more exciting for me, but it's not about me. It seemed like it was genuinely so incredible for her to experience telling all of her friends. Yeah. And I agree with that. And here's the thing, <clears throat> Jason, if you're listening, I don't want to know, <laughs> just in case, I don't want to know. I just more like, 
are we on the same timeline? Timeline. Like, yeah. because obviously I know he's joking when he says six years, but I'm not waiting six years because I want to be like, I want to have kids. Like, yeah. Well, good. You know like, what? You're going to, he's going to, Jason, you're listening to this now. You're going to listen to this episode. And now you guys can have the conversation next Wednesday about your timeline. Great. Oh God. Don't even, you know, I forget anything. (laughs) Oh, he's going to kill me. We can get this Okay. Back back to your questions. Um, No, I'm glad. I, I just think it's so interesting. Like the dynamics of proposals and engagements and how, much planning some people do versus others. And I feel like I need to do a whole episode of this because I have so many thoughts and opinions. Um, You do. (laughs) But okay. My last question for you is what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten? Oh, I I feel like I already said it, but I'll say it again. I, I really think the best piece of dating advice is First of all, stop putting so much pressure on yourself to like find the one. Um, like when you're going into dates, stop thinking like, am I going to marry this person? Because I did that before every single date, every day. And I was like, am I going to marry this person? And then I'd get to the date and like, if I didn't like how they dressed, I'd be like, oh, nope, not marrying them. Um, so stop putting so much pressure and just pretend they're friends. Like pretend you're going to meet a friend and see if you can have that connection first. And that's like my biggest advice. 100%. I love that. I love how you're like, I feel like I already said it. Cause I feel like that happens. It's like 50 50 where it's already been talked about in yeah. the episode. And I love that. Um, but yes. that is really, really great advice. Carly, thank you so, so much for being here. Where can everyone find you? Also guys, Carly's like low key TikTok famous and hilarious <laughs> and you have to follow her. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of, um, making fun of my boyfriend content. And he's a he trooper. He's a, he's a he's really, a trooper. really a trooper. He is, but yeah, he's, he's a trooper. I'll, I'll just say that, but um, let me do it, it with him. And it's really sad. Really? For me. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I literally make him like I force him. Um, <laughs> but it's at Carly R Silverman on TikTok. I'm not funny on Instagram. I'm not funny at all, but like Instagram is like nothing. I don't even. But you're fun. I'm fun. You're fun on Instagram. You're funny on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I post a lot of lockstep stuff too. So if you are single and like want the inside scoop, got you there. Oh, Um, yeah. And if you're single, get on the app because it's epic. Yes. What what was my my name? (laughs) Is it Alana? I think. I think Um, it is. I'll, I'll find out. Sign up and put Alana in the little um, referral box and that will help you get an expedited review because it is a application-based platform, which is why it works so well. Yes. That is true. Well, thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. And to everyone listening, thank you so so much. Oh my God, it was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to give a five-star rating and review. Follow Carly R. Silverman on TikTok and share this episode with your group chat. Share it on your story. Tag Carly, tag Locks Club, tag Seeing Other People. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and we'll see you next time.